The following is another KXPN Sports presentation. KXPN Sports presents high school basketball. They'll reverse it over to Bergstrom. Bounce pass, beautiful to Abbott. Layup, good. On the assist from Grant Bergstrom. Boy, Bergstrom has just been playing lights out here this evening. This afternoon, it's the opening round of the Carney Catholic Holiday Tournament. Today's first doubleheader features the Amherst Broncos against the North Platte St. Pat's Irish. High School Basketball and Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Unguarded, driving in. Kroger got the ball tipped and the shot is no good. Backside rebound, grabbed by Tinchner. And the outlet pass, Shockey, and here they go up ahead to Palmer. She's ahead of everybody and the layup is good. The Christmas break is over and both squads are hungry to start off the second portion of their season with a win today. It's the Irish and Broncos coming in next in the Carney Catholic Holiday Tournament. But first, the New Tech Seed pregame show. We'll take you live to Cope Gymnasium with ESPN Radio's Doug Duda right after his word with New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit newtech at yieldleader.com. The undisputed Midwest yield leader. And good afternoon, everyone, from Cope Gymnasium at Kearney Catholic High School. Post-holiday tournament basketball action is continuing here today from the Kearney Catholic Holiday Tournament with our producer-engineer, Merritt Lawson. I'm Doug Duda. Glad to have you along with us. Plenty of basketball action going on today, including on our sister station, 1230 AM KHAS, where St. Cecilia is winding down their girls' consolation game with York, and then the boys will play their championship game against York at 5-4. Classic Hits, 98.9 FM. It's the Ravenna Holiday Tournament. The uh, Overton and Riverside girls are playing right now in the consolation game. Then the Overton and Centura boys will play in the consolation. And then the championships will get underway at 4.30 with Ravenna in both of those, taking on the Centura girls and the Riverside boys. Up first here, as you heard in the open, Amherst getting ready to play North Platte St. Pat's. And then later today, Kearney Catholic will be taking on Ogallala. The holiday tournament here rotates back and forth between Kearney Catholic and Amherst, and the home team always has played Ogallala in the first round or the opposite of St. Pat's. St. Pat's has always, uh, well, have been for a long time uh, in this holiday tournament. And the girls always come in with a very nice record. They do again here today with a record of 7-1, and one, ranked as high as 7th in the state in C2. Amherst is 3-6 and six already with nine games under their belt. Uh, by tonight or by tomorrow, They'll have their season about halfway over. You're listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show here on ESPN Radio. We'll be back and look at the starting lineups in a moment. For all your custom slaughtering and meat processing, call Belschner Custom Meats in Amherst. Belschner Custom Meats has everything you need to fill your freezer with locally raised beef and pork. From steaks, roast, and hamburger, why go anywhere else when you have the best meat right here in Amherst? Belschner is a very proud supporter of all of our youth and their accomplishments. Good luck to all the area athletes in and out of the game. As a business owner, a concern during the winter is an icy parking lot. What product should you apply? Where do you get it? How do you know what product works best for company needs? Hi, this is Monty from NSG Transport. NSG is a bulk transport company with ice control products for any size of business, including one-ton totes, pallets of bags, and bulk salt. 
Keep your employees and customers safe this winter with ice control from NSG Transport based in Gothenburg, Nebraska. Visit NSGCO.com. That's NSG Transport at NSGCO.com. Time now for the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off for the Lady Irish of North Platte St. Pat's, number 10 is a 5'7'' junior, Haley Oman. Number 22 is a 5'7'' junior, Callie Groseth. Number 30, 5'7'' junior, Kaylee Coomer. Number 32, 5'5'' junior, Gracie Rippon. And yes, number 40 is a 5'7'' junior in Abby Alberry. The head coach of the Lady Irish is Nathan Steinecke, assisted by Brad Braithwaite and Cheryl Braithwaite. St. Pat's is ranked number 7 and number 10 in Class C2 by the Lincoln Journal-Star Omaha World-Herald. They are 7-1 and one on the season. For the Amherst Broncos, number 5 is a 5'11'' junior, Emily Palmer. Number 11 is a 5'8'' senior, Emily Arnold. Number 12, a 5'10'' junior, Taryn Handwager. Number 40, a 5'9'' junior, Abby Martinson. And number 45, a 6'1'' junior in Jaden Shockey. The head coach of the Broncos is Nathan Dietz, assisted by Shelby Hemmon and Jennifer Rippon. Amherst comes in with a record of 3-6 and six on the season. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney, and both basketball teams getting ready to get things tipped off here. The boys game will follow and then we will, as we said later on, get into our second doubleheader between Kearney Catholic and Olala. So Amherst so far 3-6 and six on the season. Those wins coming against Loomis, Alma, and Axtell. They have played some pretty good teams like Wood River and South Loop already this season, along with Kennesaw and Arcadia Loop City. We'll take a break and be back with more on the new Tech Seed pregame show here on ESPN Radio and PlatteRiverPreps.com right after this. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of railroad on first. On the bricks, downtown. Carney for a free estimate. Just like your car, your home's mechanical system needs a periodic wellness check too. Get this scheduled today by calling Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating. An annual service agreement will entitle you to a complete heating and cooling system check, once in the spring and once in the fall. Kelly and the crew take great pride in the work they do in catching problems before they happen, so you can stay comfortable all season long. Call Anderson Brothers today in Kearney at 236-6437 or in Holdridge at 995-4481 or go to andersonbros.com. Winter sports are here, and your streaming home for all Platte River Radio games is PlatteRiverPreps.com. Games on Classic Hits 98.9, The Breeze 94.5, 1230 AM KHAS, and ESPN 1460-1550 are all available online thanks to Barney Insurance. You'll find a sports schedule for future broadcasts so you'll know we have your team covered. All of this online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. And welcome back to Cope Gymnasium. A reminder that all of our radio games can also be heard online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. PlatteRiverPreps.com brought to you by Barney Insurance, Kearney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Amherst, red and white against the green and white of the Lady Irish of North Platte St. Pat's. We'll be ready to tip things off here in just a moment. You've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show, proudly brought to you by Terry and Jason Stark of New Tech Seed, your yield leaders. 
proud to support our area athletes, coaches, and teams in and out of the game. Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed in Chemical will tip it off next. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Glad to have you along with us. There's plenty of college football going on today. After a slow start, Wake Forest has really turned it on. They lead Texas A&M 31-21, seven and a half to go second quarter. Northwestern plays Kentucky later today, and tonight Ohio State and Southern Cal here on ESPN Radio. Well, if you're looking to what the key will be, will Amherst guards be able to handle the pressure of North Platte St. Pat's? And when Amherst gets into the half court, will they be able to utilize the post play of Jaden Shockey and some of the taller players because Amherst is the taller team as the ball is in the air and Amherst will have control and they'll face that man-to-man pressure. Emily Palmer, who's been battling a little bit of an injury, gets the start today, takes the shot from the right-hand corner from 16. It's no good. Rebound will be pulled down by Abby Alberry. St. Pat's the home team here this afternoon. And as we figured, the Irish want to run to the basketball. Home in the front court. They quickly rotated around the right perimeter. They're not afraid to shoot threes traditionally. Gross at that of the baseline, and the first shot will be a three, and it's up, and it's good by Kaylee Coomer. And North Platte St. Pat's will draw first blood here this afternoon. Always feel good as a coach if your team comes out shooting pretty well out of that holiday break. And again, here's that trap. Amherst in trouble, and they just fall down. Trapped right in front of the North Platte St. Pat's bench. There was nowhere to go that time for Emily Arnold, and she was trying to get a wraparound pass and just lost her balance, and down she went. So turnover number one of the ball game, and St. Pat's will be back on offense. Amherst will come out in a 2-3 zone, 2-1-2, depending on how far up Shockey slides in the middle. Here's another three by Coomer from the right wing. That one is going to be off the heel. No good. Long rebound comes down to Gracie Rippon. That's one thing Amherst will have to do. They have the advantage on the... Height, they will have to take care of the rebounding. If they get outboarded here today, it will be trouble as they lob it into the high post to Groseth. Groseth on the right wing to Coomer. Trying to throw over the top of this zone. Backing up for another three. Allberry, that comes up short, way short, and Coomer's able to grab it. That was not Amherst's fault. That was just a shot that was so far off the mark they weren't going to rebound it. Coomer tries another three. It's no good. And finally, Abby Martinson's able to clear it out of there for the Broncos. St. Pat's has taken four shots, and they've all been from three-point land. Three to nothing in favor of the Irish. We're 90 seconds into the ball game. Off the screen, Arnold to the left elbow tries to force it inside to Taryn Hadwiger. The ball knocked away and the steal made by Abby Alberry. Outlet pass front court home and home and going to take it right in. Try to step around the defender. There's a collision. The shot is off the mark and the rebound is brought down by Jaden Shockey. Good defense that time by Arnold of Amherst to get back and it caused the disruption. Trying to lob it into Hatwiger, and we've got an over-the-back foul called on the Irish, trying to reach over and tip it away. This is going to be called on Alberry, first foul of the game, and Amherst ball underneath their own hoop. Hatwiger to throw it in, lobs it into the post. It's knocked out of the hands of Palmer and out of bounds, so we'll try it again. The David Squires crew officiating here today. We'll give him a little prop. Inbounds pass Martinson off the glass from six. It's good. 
And Abby will get Amherst on the board. Two minutes gone here in the first quarter. Three to two. Pushing it up is Coomer on the right wing. Immediately tries to dump it inside. Stepping in front. Jaden Shockey makes the steal. First turnover for the Irish. That'll get the Amherst fans going here. They want to get off to a better start. Uh, this has not always been the best matchup for Amherst when they have to play St. Pat's. They've had success against Ogallala, but not so much against St. Pat's. As Palmer takes the jump shot, it's no good. Reaching high to get the rebound is going to be Hadwiger. Taron keeps it alive, kicks it out for a three-pointer. And did we get a foul on the three? I think we did. Foul is going to be on Crazy Rippon. And three free throws coming up for Emily Arnold. So a chance here to take the lead early in this basketball game for the Broncos. But the first free throw comes up short, no good. Second one will be on the way. Looking for the early tie. And this one is up and in. So Arnold hits one of the first two and now gets that third free throw. And the third free throw is up and it is short. Looking for the offensive rebound, but coming in there, Coomer actually beat her to the spot. And Kaylee will get her second rebound. 3-3 tied up here. Early on in the first quarter of the Kearney Catholic Holiday Tournament, Amherst and North Platte St. Pat's. Another entry pass is stolen away by Hadwiger, and then a foul to go along with it on North Platte St. Pat's. The foul is going to be called on Callie Groseth, her first, team's third, and to the bench go the Irish. Rachel Hess, a 5'6 freshman, will check in, and Jocelyn Sellers, their tallest player, along with Cleewang, 6-foot sophomore, will check into the ball game. Amherst basketball facing full-court man-to-man pressure. Bringing it up is going to be Emily Palmer. Gets it over to Martinson outside the arc. Lobs it up top to Arnold. Arnold clear at the top of the key. Swings it to the left wing to Palmer. Trying to find a screen. They do. Palmer comes into the lane and has to put up a tough shot that won't go no good. Rebound brought down by Sellers. She had to adjust her shot as she got into the paint as the Irish switched over late. And that made it clank off the glass pretty hard. 4.40 to go. First quarter. And we are set at 3-3 right now. Trying to change that on the baseline. The jumper is up and in for Haley Oman. And St. Pat's now up 5-3. Able to get that to fall for the first two-pointer of the ball game there for North Platte St. Pat's. As Arnold pushes the ball up the floor, stops the top of the circle, swings it right side to Emily Palmer. Palmer inside, Shockey, turnaround jumper from 10. It's too strong. Sellers will bring down the rebound. Jocelyn looks for the clear. She'll go to Hess on the left wing. The freshman will push it up in front of the Amherst fans and then find the trailer in Coomer. Coomer has already fired up a bunch of threes, making one of them. Baseline jumper. Here's Holman again. It's no good. Fight for the rebound and winning the battle here will be Emily Arnold. It looked like Sellers was going to get it, and Arnold just able to out-tippy to her there to rack that one down. Martinson in the front court. Broncos with the basketball down by two. Five to three. Three forty to go here in the first quarter. Been pretty quiet so far as far as fouls and turnovers, so that's a good sign. Martinson outside the arc, trying to get it into Shockey. Does. Good position. Missed the turnaround jumper. She's double teamed, got her own rebound, and then dropped it off her leg and out of bounds. She was behind the bucket and trying to get out of there. To the bench now, Amherst for the first time. Kelly Mulholland, the 5'8 senior, enters the game along with Brianna Trampy, the 5'6 freshman. So both teams have one freshman on the roster, and they have brought her off the bench at their first sub. 3.20 to go here in the first quarter, 5-3. to three. And again, Irish don't score. They can't slap the pressure on, create those turnovers, 
They're the type of team that can get eight or ten on you in a hurry. Martinson reaches in, tries to punch the ball away, does, but can't get the steal. Baseline Omen around Shockey. The layup is good. Haley with the last two buckets down for the Irish, and it is seven to three St. Pat's. Long pass to break the pressure. Gets it all the way up to midcourt to Mulholland. Mulholland wants to wait for the rest of her teammates to Arnold. And Emily dribbling between the circles. Picks the dribble up. Shockey comes out to catch the basketball. Irish just a lot quicker than Amherst. And they step in the passing lane, and Haley Oman makes the steal. Haley gets ahead of everybody, goes in for the layup, and it is good. Six in a row for Haley Oman, and it's now 9-3 to three in favor of the Irish. And on the inbounds, trying to make the steal, we're going to get a blocking foul called on Rachel Hess. That'll be her first. It is the fourth foul already called on the Irish. Hadwiger, after a short breather, is going to check back into the basketball game. A couple injuries are keeping Natalie Kratzer and Sydney Province on the bench for Amherst. Hope to get them back maybe after the first of the year, but they won't be here in the tournament. And we're going to get a foul call. Was it before or after the steal here at midcourt? Yep. Amherst lost the basketball, and then trying to get it back was Brianna Trampy. So now Amherst with three straight turnovers. And they're stuck on three points. 9-3, Irish. 2.20 to go here in the first quarter of play. That was the first foul of the game on the Broncos. Lob it down to the left baseline. Everybody's on the left side. They get it to Homan. A one-hand uh, turnaround, wraparound, rolls out no good. And Mulholland will get the board here for the Broncos as we are down to two minutes to go here in the first quarter. 9-3, Irish. Hadwiger outside the arc on the weak side, left side. Skip pass over to Arnold. Arnold looked at the three, had a hand in her face from Coomer. Now scoops it down low. No shot that time for Abby Martinson. So back out for the three. It's too strong by Arnold. And the rebound grabbed by Sellers. That is her third. And in the backcourt, just pestering, pestering. Hadwiger is able to force the turnover. That'll be turnover number three on St. Pat's. And Amherst will get the ball in the front court. Chance for an out-of-bounds play. See if they can make something happen. Hadwiger slaps the basketball, looking for some movement. And finally has to go to her last resort there, Emily Arnold, the safety net. Will dribble it into the paint, throw it down to the block left side. Mulholland, turnaround jumper, won't go. Rebound brought down by Callie Groseth. And the Irish trying to avoid a little bit of Amherst poking at the basketball. They get it up the floor, hit the trailer. Groseth comes in with a left-hand scoop shot and scores. Callie with her first bucket and eight in a row since the 3-3 tie. It's 11-3 in favor of the Irish. Amherst really get a bucket in here somewhere. Just stay within shouting distance at the end of the first quarter, which has moved along very nicely. Hadwiger, left side of the key. Back up top to Mulholland. Try to get it to Hadwiger again. Left side of the key. She'll dribble into the paint. Gets doubled on. They know who to cover. The Irish know who to double on. Mulholland then tries to force it inside and another Amherst turnover. Outlet pass to Coomer. Coomer two on two. Gives it off on the wing for a pull-up three. Allberry. It is no good, but an offensive rebound underneath by Groseth. They'll kick it out to the free throw line, and the jumper is rattling around and in for Rachel Hess. 13-3, a 10-point lead now for the Irish with 35 seconds to go here in quarter number one. Arnold looking to get the ball up the floor against the double team behind the back. Coomer doing a good job on her, but just keeping on dribbling Emily Arnold. Then she ends up getting to the baseline and runs into the defender and slips down. So Amherst will sub back in Emily Palmer after their seventh turnover here of the first quarter. Just 23 seconds remaining in the opening stanza. And the Irish methodically 
out to a double-digit lead already. Amherst is just going to have to move a little quicker without the basketball on offense. Uh, they come off the screen, and St. Pat's has already switched. Irish with the ball. Gracie Rippon, left side of the key, down on the baseline. Nice pass to Homan. Homan decides to make one more pass. Here is Hess from five feet away. It's no good. Rebound brought down by Jaden Shockey. Five seconds to go in the quarter. Palmer hustles it up the floor, throws it down for Hadwiger, and it's knocked away as time expires. And that's the end of the first quarter in the first game of the 2017 Kearney Catholic Holiday Tournament. It's the 7-1 Lady Irish of North Platte St. Pat's leading the 3-6 Amherst Lady Broncos 13-3. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. You're listening to the Kearney Catholic Holiday Tournament on KXPN Kearney and PlatteRiverPreps.com. We are Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation. Doug Duda with you as we are in the Kearney Tongue and Repair broadcast booth at Cope Gymnasium. Kearney Catholic Holiday Tournament, we start the second quarter. North Platte St. Pat's with a 13-3 lead over Amherst. And they work the ball for a long lob pass. It's the old make it look like a three, but actually it's way short. and Lob it underneath. And they're going to get a foul on Amherst. Coomer catching the basketball. Martinson called for her first foul. That is the second foul on Amherst. Four were called early on on St. Pat's. They also missed some threes early, and then they went back to shooting the two ball. Now they'll start with a three, and it's off the iron. A little bit short that time by Rippon. And on the rebound, we've got a double possession between Groseth and Arnold. The arrow pointing the way of Amherst. St. Pat's made their first three, and now they have missed five in a row. For Amherst, they only attempted one three-pointer in that first quarter. Arnold brings the ball up the floor, guarded closely by Kaylee Coomer. Arnold using that left hand to try and keep her away. Now just picks the dribble up 26 feet away from the hoop. Five-second count on Arnold to Palmer. Palmer's able to grab that one away with the defense of Gracie Rippon on her and the Irish man-to-man. Right-hand corner, Arnold. Arnold fakes the three, drives into the paint, finds some room, and scores. Emily Arnold with the second bucket of the ball game now for the Broncos. 13-5, Irish leading it by eight. Coomer finds the trailer. That's going to be Allberry. Working to the left wing. Skip pass over to the right side to Coomer against the zone. She's a little off balance. Tries to get the shot up. It's blocked out of bounds by Jaden Shockey. And the Irish will take the ball out underneath their own hoop. This is another place, kind of one of those you don't pay a whole lot of attention to. The intangibles, the special teams, if you will. St. Pat's over the years has always been pretty good on getting a good look out the out of bounds. It's going to be a three and it's good. 
by Kaylee Coomer. She's got both three-point buckets here for the Irish, and it is now 16-5, but they always seem to get a good look. Of course, when you can make threes, then that opens up the inside, and now Amherst turns it over for the eighth time. One on two, and still scoring is Haley Oman. Did a good job of using her body to keep the two defenders away so that she could get the shot up. Amherst tries to go quick to avoid the full-court pressure. Long pass run down in the front court by Abby Martinson. And then we're going to get a jump ball, and the arrow points the way of St. Pat's. So not what the Broncos were hoping to see here. Offensively, struggling so far in this basketball game. They are not a high-scoring team. This is a team that took four games to get over 30 points. And another three-pointer, Coomer, off the mark. And then we've got a foul away from the basketball. The three-pointer is no good, and the foul is going to be called on Abby Alberry, her second, fighting for position underneath. So Amherst will get the basketball as Hadwiger will throw it into the backcourt, takes it over the top of the defender, Coomer, and Emily Palmer has it. But again, stops at the top of the circle, and that allows the Irish to get their defense set. And a bounce pass in the corner to Martinson, touch the line. So Amherst with their 10th turnover already here in the first 10 minutes of the ball game. Not a good average, one a minute. High post with it, Groseth back out, looking at a three. It's on the way and good for Gracie Rippon. The third three-pointer of the game, and the Irish have already put themselves up by a comfortable margin of 16 points with 5.45 to go here in quarter number two, 21-5. And another steal. And this will be a one-on-one, and the Irish are just too fast. And going in for the uncontested layup and scoring will be Haley Oman, and that will bring the timeout from Amherst coach Nathan Dietz. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney with 5.31 to go in the second quarter of play. It is North Platte St. Pat's 23 and Amherst 5. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. 5.31 to go in the second quarter, and St. Pat's has started the second quarter on a 10-2 run here, and Amherst will inbound a basketball, keeping it in the hands of Emily Arnold as much as they can, going against the best defender for the Irish and Coomer. She'll hustle up the floor right side, try to force it inside to Shockey, gets deflected back out to Emily Palmer. Palmer in the right-hand corner, trying to get out of there with the dribble and does. All the way to the top of the key, bounce pass to Martinson, is going to be deflected out of bounds on the left wing, and Martinson will throw it in here. Haley Homan for the Irish with the good defense. And the lob in will come out towards center court. Emily Arnold will grab it there. And the Broncos get back to work here. Hadwiger looking inside Martinson. Again, the Irish just getting a hand on it. 
And tipping it out of bounds. That was a well-run set play that time by the Broncos. Got the movement they wanted, got the screen they wanted, but Irish is so quick, got a fingernail on it. Now Shockey on the right block. Turnaround jumper it will not go. And the rebound brought down by Groseth, and she just kind of tries to pivot to get out of there. She knew there were people in the way, but really never moved the basketball, and she ends up getting tied up. And the arrow points the way of Amherst, so Amherst will get it right back underneath their own hoop. Up top, they'll go to Parker, and Parker dribbles into the paint, then loses the handle of the basketball. It's going to be grabbed there by Haley Homan. Homan trying to go the other way, and she is fouled, and we're going to get a bucket to go along with it as it was another one-on-two, and she stepped through the double team, and the foul is going to be called on Emily Arnold. Her first in the team's third, six in the quarter, and 12 in the game for Haley Homan. Back in for Amherst will be Brianna Trampy. And now the Irish will sub back in, and Rachel Hess and Jocelyn Sellers. 4.47 to go here in quarter number two. And the Irish, after a little slow start, have now really put it together and are up 26-5 to as the free throw is up, and it is in. So a three-point play there for the Irish, and they're on cruise control already, up by 21 points as... Arnold will bring the ball into the front court and reaching to try and trap it again. We've got another foul on the Irish. And that'll go on Haley Oman. That is her first. And the sixth team foul of the first half on St. Pat's. Martinson trying to lob the ball inside. Gets it deflected right back at her. So they'll try this again. Martinson holding the ball. Looking out top, Shockey has to come get it, and we're going to get a jump ball as Sellers came over there and tied her up. So the teams exchange jump balls, and in the end, North Platte St. Pat's gets it right back. Coming up at the half, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll give you the first half stats. We'll preview the rest of the games today. We'll get you an update on what's going on over at the Ravenna Holiday Tournament and hopefully the Hastings-St. Cecilia game. We'll see if we can get a final on that for you as well as Amherst steps in front, makes the steal. Over to Palmer, to Arnold. Arnold, two dribbles, tries to kick it back out top. It's stolen away by Haley Owen, and she's going in all by herself for another layup. Nine in the quarter, 15 in the game for Haley. 28-5, to North Platte-St. Pat's. We talked about... Amherst being able to handle the pressure. That is the difference in this game as they try to lob it down to Shockey, and it is knocked out of bounds. Last touch by Homan. Into the game for Amherst will be Brandy Gritachi. First time that we'll see the senior Gritachi here today. The inbounds pass comes to her right at the top of the circle, drives around the post high post sellers on her, and then decides to kick it back out top. Ball is loose around midcourt. They're going to let him fight for it. We'll get the jump, and the arrow points the way of the Broncos. So a lot of jump balls here in the last minute. 28-5 Irish. The boys will follow. And then Kearney Catholic and Ogallala have our second doubleheader tonight. And a timeout's going to be called here by Coach Nathan Dietz. They weren't going to be able to get the ball inbound midcourt. So, t- oh, no. I think we had a five-second call and still got the timeout. So a timeout going to be called here, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need us, specializing in you. 28-5, Irish, 3.46 to go, second quarter. 
It's never too late for Enzone to increase your nitrogen efficiency this year. Enzone is designed to manage your nitrogen no matter what time you decide to apply your fertilizer. With Enzone's wide application window, you can even add Enzone at side dress time. Anytime you're going to apply nitrogen to your crops, you need to add Enzone. Talk to your local fertilizer and chemical dealer. Ask them to add Enzone to your fertilizer. If they don't handle Enzone Synergizer NutriPack, visit Mid Nebraska Chemicals at www.mncag.com. For all your custom slaughtering and meat processing, call Belschner Custom Meats in Amherst. Belschner Custom Meats has everything you need to fill your freezer with locally raised beef and pork. From steaks, roast, and hamburger, why go anywhere else when you have the best meat right here in Amherst? Belschner is a very proud supporter of all of our youth and their accomplishments. Good luck to all the area athletes in and out of the game. Doug Duda back with you here in the Kearney Tillion Repair Broadcast booth at Kearney Catholic High School. Turnovers, that is the story for Amherst. They have 15 of them already. Down low, North Platte St. Pat's. Turn around jumper, Coomer. No good. The second try, no good. The third try, no good. And finally coming out of there with it is going to be Emily Arnold after Jocelyn Sellers had a couple of offensive boards that she couldn't get to finish. With it is Brianna Trampy. Trampy gets an open look from 14 on the right wing. It's no good. Sellers just pulled down her sixth rebound. Outlet pass, front court, right side. Hess, Hess brings it to the right block. Well defended that time by Arnold. The shot's no good, but Haley Oman is going to be able to track it down. Back into the offense for the Irish with three minutes to go here. In quarter number two, here's a cut down the middle of the lane, and the one-hand finger roll of Rachel Hess is up and in. She's got two buckets. Very similar. One was a transition fast break on a steal. That one was set up on the offense. The Broncos not having a lot of luck right now. Finding a way to get points. 2.30 to go here before halftime. Ravenna Sanitation halftime report coming up, so stay with us for that. Irish are overplaying the ball, so now Amherst will dump it into the right-hand corner, driving the baseline and being fouled will be Katachi. And the foul is going to be called on North Platte St. Pat's to take us to the one-and-one bonus for Brandy Kritachi. The second foul on Rachel Hess. And the front of the one-on-one is going to be off the front of the rim anyway, and no good. Rebound uh, grabbed there by Abby Alberry, her second. Irish winning just about every positive category right now as Alberry swishes one from the left corner from 15 feet away. Abby with her first bucket of the ball game. 32-5. to It looked like maybe Amherst was going to be able to hang early on. They were playing good defense, just not maybe getting a lot of shots in the first five minutes of the game as the ball is going to be blocked. Emily Palmer takes it into the paint and Coach Steineke wants to talk to his girls about uh, what they want to do now as Madison Kleewine has come in a six-foot senior. But this timeout with 151 to go in the first half is brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, the Irish of St. Pat's leading Amherst 32-5. to Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets channel seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trade technology. 
tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Doug Duda back with you here at Carney Catholic Cope Gymnasium for the Stars Holiday Tournament. Right now it's all the Lady Irish of North Platte St. Pat's as they take another jump up on the right baseline. Haley Owen just on fire. She has 11 points in this quarter, 17 in the game. Amherst front court right side with it, looking inside Trampy. Trampy dumps it in to Shockey. Play and catch, kick it out to the top of the circle. Shot no good. Owen will get the rebound. All the way down to the right block and taking the shot is Rachel Hess. And Hess will hit it. She's got six. Comfortable shooting the ball right now for St. Pat's with a minute to go before halftime. Amherst just trying to find a way to get some points. They keep throwing it behind the top of the key point guard. It's stolen away. Hess is going to go coast to coast. Missed the layup, then the ball goes out of bounds. It's going to belong to Kearney Catholic. And in the game now for the Irish, Gracie Rippon and Kinsey Skillstad. 48 seconds to go before halftime. 36 to 5. The score right now in favor of the Irish. Amherst is just haven't got a good looking shot in a while. There they finally get it into Shockey and they're going to call a pushing foul. That'll put them at the line for the one and one. Jaden has yet to score or attempt a free throw. The foul was on Madison Gleewine, her first. And the first of the one and one is good by Shockey. And now the second one. It's on the way, and it bounces off the back of the rim, the front of the rim, and it won't go. Offensive put back, though, by Emily Palmer. Palmer was in the right place at the right time. And got as many points in that little exchange we've seen in a long, long time. Irish basketball. Maybe get a last shot as we're down to 20 seconds to go in the half. 36 to 8. Down to 12 seconds to go. Looking to lob it inside. The ball's tipped and Shockey comes out of there with the steal. Sixth turnover for the Irish. Five seconds to go. Here's Palmer, midcourt, top of the key. Runner from the free throw line. Off the mark, no good. And we are at half of our first of four games from the Kearney Catholic Holiday Tournament. It's the 7-1 Lady Irish all over the 3-6 and six Amherst Broncos at the half. 36-8. to eight. We'll be back with a look at the statistics and talk to some, uh, preview some special uh, games that are coming up. Tell you what's going on right after this on ESPN Radio. Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center have physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Drs. Conley, Johnson, and Owen at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they're where you are with five satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska. Providing the highest quality care to everyone, ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center specializing in you. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. 
Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. And welcome back to Cope Gymnasium here at Kearney Catholic. As always, a big thank you to Athletic Director Rick Petrie, Dwayne Schmidt, all the fine folks here with the Stars for their hospitality. And the first half is in the books of our first game of the day, and it's all the Lady Irish of North Platte St. Pat's. They lead it 36-8 to over Amherst, and this is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages in our other radio games, holiday tournaments, over at Ravenna, the girls' consolation, it is Overton 30, Riverside 24 at the end of three on Classic Hits 98.9. And they're going into double overtime in the York Holiday Tournament. Hastings, St. Cecilia, and York girls in the consolation game are tied at 40. Double overtime in that game currently airing on 1230 AM KHAS. And then the St. Cecilia boys uh, ranked as high as number one by some folks. In C1, we'll be taking on Class B, number one, York, at 5.45 tonight on 1230 AM KHAS. Also on Classic Hits 98.9, the continuation of the Ravenna Tournament. We were there yesterday, and now the second final day today. The boys' consolation at about 2.45. We'll have Overton taking on Centura. That should be a really good third and fourth place game. Then the championships at 4.30, the Ravenna and Centura girls. And then you have undefeated C2 sixth-ranked, 7-0 7-0 Ravenna boys taking on 8-1 D2 second-ranked Riverside in the boys' championship game at 6:15. Coming up next here on ESPN Radio, it'll be the boys' contest between St. Pat's and Amherst. For uh, Amherst, they have, like we said, played nine games already. They set it 5-4. But how about this? The four teams that Amherst have lost to all went into the holiday break undefeated. Ravenna, Broken Bow, Kennesaw and Arcadia Loop City. So uh, Amherst has played a lot of teams, and then they have winning records over five and two Loomis, five and three Alma, four and four Wood River, and then they beat Axtell, who has three wins. So they have played some teams with some talent. And they're setting at five and four, and they will take on an Irish team that usually likes to get up and down the floor. And you look at this year's roster; they're not an overly tall team this year for North Platte St. Pat's. For uh, Amherst, they still have some of the key cogs of the uh, great teams they've had here the last couple, three years. And they've got some seniors, just a little different-looking team, maybe not the uh, scores outside of holding Eck out uh, that we're used to seeing. It's a little bit more of a, I don't want to say a one-man show, but instead of three guys averaging about 18 points, Eckhout's the guy that's uh, able to get that job done. So that's the boys' game that will be coming up next. And then at 5 o'clock, Kearney Catholic and Ogallala will begin their doubleheader. We will also let you know that college football is going on. Right now, it is the Belk Bowl at halftime. Halftime, Wake Forest 38, Texas A&M 28. Then Arizona State and North Carolina State are playing at 2 o'clock at 3.30. Northwestern will take on Kentucky at 4.30. Utah State against New Mexico State. And then tonight, after the basketball tournament here on ESPN Radio, it's the Cotton Bowl. It's Ohio State and Southern California. 36-8, 36-8, to 8, North Platte St. Pat's leading the Amherst girls. We'll look at the numbers right after this. 
What's the big news? The big news is Buzz of Marine's 40th annual used boat show taking place January 6th through the 13th. During this show, you can get the best prices of the year on the best used boats available. Buzz's will have lots of premium used boats on hand that have been completely checked out and detailed, and they come with a rock-solid warranty. So find out more and read all about it at buzzesmarine.com. Family fun launches from here during Buzz's Marine's 40th annual used boat show January 6th through the 13th, 5th and Central Carney. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. Let's take a look now at the first half stats of our girls' basketball game, beginning with Amherst. Emily Palmer, two points and a rebound. Emily Arnold, three points, three rebounds. Taryn Hadwiger, one rebound. Kelly Mulholland, one rebound. Abby Martinson, two points, one rebound. Jaden Shockey, one point, three rebounds, and one block. Seven rebounds in the first quarter, just three in the second. Free throw shooting, one of three in each quarter. Uh, they've only attempted the one three-point bucket and missed it. Turnovers, though, have been a key in the game, and they have always been in this matchup. Uh, and a lot of these turnovers have turned into layups for St. Pat's. Seven in the first quarter and nine in the second quarter. Nobody with multiple fouls for Amherst. At the half, eight points, ten rebounds, two out of six at the free throw line, 0 of 1 from three-point land, one block shot, 16 turnovers for the Broncos. For North Platte St. Pat's, they're led by Haley Oman. 17 points in the first half of play. She's got two rebounds. Callie Groseth, two points, four rebounds. Rachel Hess, six points. Kaylee Coomer has a couple of threes, six points and two rebounds. Gracie Rippin has a three. For her total, she's got one rebound. Abby Alberry, two points, two rebounds. Jocelyn Sellers has a game-high six rebounds. Nine rebounds in the first quarter, eight in the second. They've been to the line once and hit that free throw. Three-point shooting, one of five in the first, two of four in the second. Turnovers, three in each quarter. Foul situation, Hess and Alberry each have two for the Irish. 13 points in the first quarter, 23 in the second quarter, and at the half, 36 points, 17 rebounds, one out of one at the free throw line, three out of nine from a three-point land, and six turnovers, seven and one St. Pat's leading three and six Amherst at the half by a score of 36 to eight. After the holiday tournament again tomorrow, the Consolation Girls game is at 11.30. All the games tomorrow will be on Classic Hits 98.9 FM. So uh, just a reminder that we get started tomorrow at 11.30 for the girls' consolation, boys' consolation at 1, and then the championship doubleheader will get underway at 2.30 tomorrow on Classic Hits. After the holiday tournament, Amherst will be in action at Eustis Farnham on Thursday the 4th and be back home against Overton on the 5th. For North Platte St. Pat's, they will be down in Grant to take on Perkins County on Friday the 5th and return home against Cozad on the 6th. The Cozad game is their only home game between now and the 27th of January. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business, contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. The second half is next. 
Struggling with the multiple decisions that need to be made in order to achieve your yield goals? Are you looking for that trusted partner who can help provide real yielding solutions for those decisions? At Aurora Cooperative, we pride ourselves in knowing yield and being a partner who listens to your needs and then builds strategies to achieve your farm's goal one field at a time. Aurora Cooperative yield experts are ready to meet your demanding farm needs and put your cooperative to work for your farm and for your future. Contact us today at one of our local Aurora Yield Centers to get your 2018 plan started off on the right foot. Aurora Cooperative, putting owner's equity to work. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. Another score update for you. A Hastings St. Cecilia girls do prevail this afternoon in double overtime over York, 44 to 44-41, double overtime. St. Cecilia girls over York in the consolation game at the York Holiday Tournament. The same two teams will play for the boys, but in the championship at 545. Here we're ready to get the second half of basketball underway, and our seeds to success are brought to you by your Impact Ag partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer seed dealer. Where can growers turn for the latest weather, market updates, and agronomy information to help get the most out of every acre? It's easy. Pioneer.com and mobile Pioneer.com on your smartphone. To start the second half, we'll see a three-pointer put up that is no good by Rippon for North Platte St. Pat's. Nobody can corral the loose ball. It's going to roll out of bounds and go to Amherst. It's pretty simple. Irish, stay fundamental. You're doing what you're doing. You'll probably see less pressing. In fact, they're not even putting the press on here. They can get a little bit better in their half-court defense. And for uh, Amherst, they're going to drive immediately and get a foul as the pass by Arnold was going to go into Shockey, and that's what we want to see. Amherst, be aggressive. You're going to get an opportunity to run a lot more half-court uh, offense here in this second half, I would think. So be aggressive. Inbounds pass comes underneath the Palmer. Turnaround jumper contested, no good. Rebound brought down by Gracie Rippon, her second of the game. So those are our seeds to success for the second half as the Irish have this one already salted away. Now it's just about trying to play good basketball. As the jumper from Kaylee Coomer on the left elbow is no good, then everybody gets tied up. And we're going to give credit for that to Groseth on the rebound. The arrow points the way of Amherst. They didn't have the arrow pointing the right way at the scorer's table coming out of half. So the ball should belong to Amherst after that jump ball. Groseth was tied up down there by Shockey. And so Amherst will get the basketball a minute into the third quarter of play. You're listening to KXPN Carney. Amherst and Riverdale. Glad to have you along with us as they really are pestering out around midcourt. Emily Palmer, they get the strip. The ball is loose. A pull-up jumper is going to be drained by Haley Oman anyway. And it is 38-8. And again, something else now you look at. Can the Irish continue to pull away? Martinson will try a three-pointer. It's no good. Backside rebound is grabbed by Alberry, and she is going to be fouled over there. I believe Hadwiger might have been the guilty party, and that is the case. Taryn with her first personal foul. It's a 30-point game. If it gets to a 40-point game, then you get the running clock. 
not even sure either coach wants that coming out of the holiday break. They want to get everybody in and let them play a little bit. But if the Irish get up 40, then they don't stop the clock, and it'll be over in a hurry. And now it's a 32-point game as they drop the ball down low for Callie Groseth, and she'll lay it off the glass and in her second bucket of the ball game. Pressuring when the ball comes across the timeline. A pull-up three. Arnold off the double team, uh, off the iron. No good. Another defensive rebound by Kaylee Coomer. Coomer pushes it up the floor. This is track meet time for the Irish. She's going to take it off the glass and in. 42-8. to eight. The Irish not really letting up coming out of the halftime locker room. They want to get this thing over with if they can as the ball is knocked out of bounds right in front of the Amherst bench. It will remain Bronco basketball. Irish have been always, always good, and they continue to be good here today. As the inbounds pass comes underneath, Hadwiger a little frustrated that we're going to get another jump ball, and Amherst is going to turn it over. Haley Oman, boy, she's out there playing. Remember that all of these starters are juniors, and there's only one senior on the entire team. The Irish kind of getting ready for another run. This is a team that has been to the state tournament numerous times or a program that has been numerous times as we get a three in the corner and it is up and it is good for Abby Alberry and the first three of the second half and what a start here in the first three minutes for St. Pat's a 9-0 start here to the second quarter of play 45-8 to see if Amherst can get something I mean you can just kind of tell a little bit they're disheartened because they haven't got a chance to even really run their offense much Martinson, top of the circle, kicks it back out to Arnold. They want to get the ball down to Shockey, and they're really just shading her. Groseth on her. Ball dribbled off Martinson's foot. It's another Amherst turnover. They'll pick it up and throw it up ahead to Homan, who beats everybody back and lays it in for her 21st point of the basketball game. And it is now 47-8. to And we haven't seen any subs yet, but we haven't really seen a stoppage of play. Martinson, her pass is knocked away, and here it is. Coming up the floor is Coomer, goes in for the layup and scores. And now we will get a timeout by Coach Nathan Steinecke. He wants to get some subs in. We got a full timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need is specializing in you. It's 49 to 8 St. Pat's. We'll have a running clock the rest of the way when we return. The Midwinter Cabin Fever Reliever is coming February 10th. It's the 11th annual Heartland Hoops Classic. Brought to you by Protein Design and Dinsdale Automotive. Highlighted by the primetime contest between Oak Hill Academy and Sunrise Christian Academy, two nationally recognized programs. Buy day-long admissions at one low price from Ticketmaster. The Heartland Hoops Classic, February 10th. Order them online now at Ticketmaster. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work. We are back in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth at the Carney Catholic Holiday Tournament, bringing you the play-by-play. Carney Towing is on the road, bringing your vehicle home if necessary. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. Call Carney Towing and Repair today. And a three-pointer to come out of the break. Amherst is going to hit it. Emily Arnold 
Clean on the left wing is able to knock down the first points of the second half for the Broncos and get him into double digits. It's 49-11. to 11. Irish bring Madison Cleveland in. Also in is Jocelyn Sellers and Gracie Castillo. Still in there is Alberry. Here's Castillo banking in a three from the top of the circle. Three-pointer there for Gracie. And that's the way the day has gone for the St. Pat's Irish. Trampy is into the ballgame out of the timeout for Amherst. So Arnold, Trampy, Martinson, Martinson for three. That clanks off the iron, no good. Rebound pulled down by Sellers, her seventh of the basketball game. And then Hadwiger knocks it away. Oh, they're going to call over and back on Amherst. Amherst never had control of the basketball. That ball was loose. And they called it over and back. And at this stage, I mean, again, whatever. But Amherst can't really catch a break. It looked like maybe Hadwiger was going to be able to run all the way through. And the ball's knocked away. Martinson's going to come away with a steal. She'll take it to the other end. And there's a transition bucket for the Broncos. Abby Martinson with her second bucket of the ball game. And a little something positive here the last 60 seconds or so for the Broncos. Into the game, Kinsley Skillstad. Turn around, kicks it out for another three, and Rachel Hess will knock it down. Three straight threes are rattled home here by North Platte St. Pat's, 55-13, to 13, but at least Amherst has scored the last couple of times. See if they can keep it going. Martinson against the Irish zone, and it's going to be picked away. Hess comes away with the steal. Hess up ahead. She's going to draw the foul on Emily Arnold. That'll be the second on Arnold, and the freshman Hess will go to the line where she has nine points in the game. Two free throws coming up. We're going to have some subs, so we'll get the lineups updated for you. Amherst, 3-7 and seven after the game today. We'll play tomorrow morning at 11.30 against the Kearney Catholic Ogallala loser. And then at 2.30, the Irish will play the Kearney Catholic Ogallala winner. Again, the Stars will be the favorite in that game, but the uh, gap has narrowed uh, between those two schools over this year. Second free throw is up, and it is in. So Hess steps up and drills both free throws, and she'll go out of the game. So here's what Amherst has, Taryn Hadwiger. We see Morgan Bolt check in. Brianna Trampy is out there along with Martinson and Olivia Frederick. Those are the five on the floor for the Broncos. Martinson trying to lob it into Hadwiger. They just sandwich her. They know when the ball's coming in. And a foul going to be called, and it looks like maybe the senior Madison Cleewine who already has a wrap on that right shoulder, got it dinged, and she's going to come to the sideline. Yeah, Foul was called on Gracie Castillo of St. Pat's, her first team second. One minute and counting here in quarter number three with the running clock. Amherst with a basketball. Skip pass over on the wing to Brianna Trampy. Try to get it inside to Kelly Mulholland, who's in. I think we said that it was Frederick. It's Mulholland that's in there. My bad. Martinson to the high post. Hadwiger over on the wing. Here's a nice move by Bolt, but decides not to shoot it out to Martinson. 18-footer comes up just short. And the rebound pulled down by Sellers, who had to check in for the injured Cleewine. And here come the Irish. As we're moving along here in the third quarter of our girls' contest, top of the circle is Isa Cadilla. Cadilla. Rolls it over to the right side to Castillo. Tries another three. That one is off the mark, and nobody's going to be able to run it down as it goes out of bounds. And again, with that running clock, you got to pay attention. As Shockey comes in, sometimes you're at the free throw line. Sometimes you're taking the ball out, and you don't even uh, realize that that clock's running on you. So we're already down to 10 seconds here in the quarter. Morgan Bolt hustles it up the floor, swings it over on the left wing to Trampy. Trampy takes a 12-footer. It's a little strong, no good. 
Ball's going to go out of bounds, and that is the end of the third quarter of play. So the Irish came out and scored the first 13 points of the third quarter to take the 41-point lead. And after three, it's North Platte St. Pat's 57 and Amherst 13. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Today, more and more people are insuring their homes with us through Auto Owners Insurance. I'm Dave Challey at Barney Insurance. We'll provide low-cost, quality protection, claim service second to none, and if you insure both your home and car through Auto Owners Insurance, you'll qualify for additional premium discounts. Stop by or give us a call at 237-2222. We're Barney Insurance. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney With our producer, Merritt Lawson, I'm Doug Duda, back with you here at Kearney Catholic, ready to get the fourth quarter underway. Amherst will get the ball to start the fourth quarter. St. Pat's up 57-13. to 13. We do expect a much more competitive boys game next as the inside jumper by Mulholland is going to be blocked by Jocelyn Sellers, and the Irish will come away with a loose basketball. Trying to get out of there with it is going to be Kinsley Skillstad. She does, and here come the Irish into the front court. Kleewine is back into the ball game after getting that shoulder bump. Kicked into the corner for a three-pointer by Castillo. No good. And Martinson will bring down the rebound here for Amherst. Up the floor, she'll get it to Bolt. Bolt having trouble corralling it, and it'll be a turnover for Amherst. That'll be their 22nd of the basketball game. St. Pat's has seven. St. Pat's is also six of 14 from three-point land through three quarters. Lob it inside here to Sellers. Sellers trying to make a move, travel with the basketball. St. Pat's is led by Haley Oman with 21 points, 11 for Rachel Hess, 10 for Kaylee Coomer. And six points for Emily Arnold leads the way for Amherst. Abby Martinson has four. Running clock, seven minutes to go here in the basketball game. 57-13, North Platte St. Pat's as Emily Arnold brings the ball up the floor. Swings it over to Palmer. A little bit more of the starters against the second team here. Amherst has their starters in for a little while. Zone defense, high post, Hadwiger looking for her to get a shot away maybe. Kick it over to Martinson, 15-footer is too strong, and the ball goes out of bounds to the Irish. When we do finish up, it will be the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. We'll have all the final stats for you, and let's see if we can get you a final on the Overton-Riverside girls game, which has concluded over on Classic Hits 98-9. St. Cecilia beat York in double overtime today, 44-41. They get it inside to Kleewine, and her shot is going to be no good. Brought down by Hadwiger, second board for Taryn. Up ahead to Martinson. Martinson looks for Shockey on the right block. Turnaround jumper from six comes up short, and the rebound brought down by Gracie Castillo. Castillo now trapped in the backcourt, needs some help. They can't get a timeout called. We're going to get the jump of the Irish, so they'll maintain possession. And checking into the ball game for the Irish, here comes Julie Slattery and Isa Cadillo. 540 remaining here in this basketball game. And it was calm the first quarter. It was 13-3. to The Irish and uh, Amherst, they were playing pretty good back and forth. Amherst just hasn't been able to score much. They were playing good defense, but then the turnover started to accumulate, and uh, that's where things went awry. And the Irish trying to dump it down low here, commit a turnover themselves. 
number nine of the basketball game. Up the floor with it is Emily Arnold, right down the middle. Takes it to the right. Slattery cuts her off there. Back over to Palmer to Arnold into the right-hand corner. Martinson, Shockey calling for the ball, but they're really sagging on her. Hadwiger on the high post, kicks it out of the wing. Here's Palmer, 15-footer is no good. Long rebound comes out to Slattery, and here we go. Julie pushes the ball up the floor, two-on-two. Nice dish to Kleewine, but she traveled. As she turned, she was watching the pass, and then when she turned to take it to the hoop, there was an Amherst defender there, and she didn't want to run her over and ended up shuffling the feet. So nobody has scored here yet in the fourth quarter. Trying to lob it backside. Martinson's open. A little six-footer off the glass, and it's in. Nice job by Abby using the window there. And she's got her sixth point of the basketball game. And now we have some points, 57-15 to 15 in favor of St. Pat's. High post. They'll get it to uh, Madison. Kleewine back over on the right side to Cadillo. Cadillo dribbling out between the circles. Gets it over to Slattery. Julie. Just playing catch the top of the circle. Irish want to get the ball inside. Really, the three-point threat of Gracie Castillo is all we've seen from the outside from this particular group of five. Working the baseline is Skillstad. You get a lot of youngsters out there trying to poke the ball away as Emily Palmer, and Palmer eventually gets the job done. Emily will bring it across the timeline, looking for more help. Gets it over to Arnold. Back up top, Palmer. Rotate it right corner. Martinson again. They double on Shockey. Shockey just not able to get open. Like to see her maybe move to the high post. They just keep Hadwiger up high and Shockey down low and everybody else, the other three, just pass it around and driving in and taking the jumper. Arnold all the way down and out. No good. And Kleewine comes away with the rebound, but her outlet pass is stolen away. Martinson will drive in. Contested shot is good. So Abby gets her second bucket here in the fourth quarter. 57-17 St. Pat's. 3.20 to go in our game. Here on ESPN Radio. Have a final over at the consolation game in Ravenna that I'll get you in a minute, but we get the ball knocked away again. We're going to have a jump, and the arrow does point the way of Amherst. So kind of the second and third team here for the Irish. A lot of turnovers, and now Coach Dietz is going to clear his bench. Some of the names we have seen in there. Here's Brandy Kritachi along with Morgan Bolt checking in. Brianna Trampy has checked into the game. Also coming in, there's Olivia Frederick and Kelly Mulholland. Overton girls beat Riverside 46-35 to improve to 7-2 on the season. Overton, a good first half yesterday against Ravenna, just couldn't finish. Amherst gets it to the corner. Baseline jumper is up and in by Kritachi. Her first bucket of the ball game. And Amherst has outscored the Irish 6-0 here in the fourth quarter, 57-19. How about a three-pointer all the way down and out? No good by Castillo, but the offensive rebound by Slattery, and they'll get another opportunity here. Slattery trying to get it inside. There's some contact. The ball goes out of bounds, and it will belong to Amherst. Two minutes remaining in the game. Again, Amherst will fall to 3-7 and and play tomorrow morning at 11.30 on Classic Hits 98-9 against either Ogallala or Kearney Catholic. And the Irish will play at about 2.30 against the winner of that game. High post, they'll get it here to Mulholland. Mulholland turn around, and we got some contact. Uh, Skillstad blocked the shot. Did she also get her on the arm? Yes, she did. Kinsey with her first personal foul. And two free throws now coming up for Kelly Mulholland. Looking for her first point. This will be the first free throw of the second half, and it spins out. No good. St. Pat's hasn't been to the line much either. They're 3 of 3. 
Amherst 2 of 7 now. Second free throw for Mulholland. That's good. So she'll get her name in the score column and 20 points on the board now for Amherst as we are whittled down to a minute 10 remaining, 57 to 20 in favor of the Irish. See if they can get some points here in the fourth quarter. Slattery over to Cadillo. Ace into the corner for Castillo. There is a Cadillo and a Castillo. Castillo just kind of running the baseline, trying to get open for a three. She's wide open over here. Slattery drives, though, puts the runner up off the glass, won't go. And a fight for the loose ball. We're going to get a jump ball. A couple of players on the floor battling for that one in Jocelyn Sellers and Olivia Frederick. The arrow this time points the way of North Platte St. Pat's. We're down to 38 seconds to go. Inbounds pass. There's a nice one to Sellers, but it slipped out of her hands as she shot it and it hit the front of the rim. No good. Brianna Trampy gets the rebound. They want to run up ahead to Bolt. Jump stop. Kicks it back to the trailer. A three-pointer. Kratachi is going to be off the mark. No good. Another offensive rebound. This one for Trampy. Down to 17 seconds to go. The ball knocked out of bounds. Amherst going to get one more opportunity here to throw it in. 10 seconds into the corner. Kratachi. Throws it back up top to Trampy. Rotates it right side. Three seconds. Now the jumper from the free throw line. In and out. No good. And that is the end of the basketball game. Off the miss from the free throw line by Trampy. The final score, North Platte, St. Pat's 57. Amherst 20. The new West postgame show is coming up next. Agriculture is a business where margins are everything, and profitability is determined by the weather, markets, regulations, politics, and everything in between. It's good to have a friend looking out for you. Buffalo County Farm Bureau has been that friend to farmers and ranchers, bringing them together to discuss challenges, identify solutions, and advocate on issues they've determined are critical to keeping current and future generations on the land. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau today and support Nebraska agriculture. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. They treat all surgical and non-surgical orthopedic and sports medicine needs. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Call New West Sports Medicine today at 308-865-2570 to schedule your appointment. That's 308-865-2570. Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring and being involved in the community and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. Time now for the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. After a 13-3 first quarter, the St. Pat's Irish outscored Amherst 23-5 in the second quarter and never looked back, getting the running clock going midway through the third quarter. St. Pat's didn't even score in the fourth quarter, and they won this one 57-20. For the Broncos, Emily Palmer, two points and a rebound. Emily Arnold, six points, three rebounds. Taryn Hadwiger, two rebounds. Kelly Mulholland, one point, two rebounds. Brandy Kratachi had two points. Olivia Frederick had one rebound. Brianna Trampy had a rebound. Abby Martinson was the leading scorer today for Amherst, eight points, two rebounds. And Jaden Shockey, one point, four rebounds, and one block shot. 
20 points, 16 rebounds, 3 out of 8 at the free throw line, 1 of 6 from 3-point land, 1 block, 22 turnovers. Amherst now 3-7. and seven. They'll play in the consolation game tomorrow morning at 11.30 against the Ogallala Kearney Catholic loser on Classic Hits 98.9. And then out of the break, they play at Eustis Farnham on Thursday, January 4th, return home to take on Overton on Friday, January 5th. Now taking a look at the final numbers for North Platte St. Pat's. Seven different players scored, led by Haley Oman. 21 points, two rebounds. 17 of that came in the first half for Callie Groseth. Four points, five rebounds. Rachel Hess had 11 points. Julie Slattery had two rebounds. Gracie Castillo, three points and a rebound. Kaylee Coomer, 10 points, three rebounds. Gracie Rippon had a three-point bucket and two rebounds. Madison Kleewine had a rebound. Abby Alberry five points, three rebounds. And even though she didn't score, Jocelyn Sellers was the game's leading rebounder with nine. She also had one blocked shot. 36 points in the first half, 21 in the second half, and St. Pat's finishes with 57 points, 28 rebounds, 3 out of 3 at the free throw line, 6 of 16 from 3-point land here this afternoon. They had one block shot, 14 turnovers, and half of those came in the fourth quarter when they were playing uh, all the kids off the bench. And St. Pat's ranked as high as 7th in the state in C2, is now 8-1. Their only loss, by the way, for those that were curious, came to uh, Gothenburg. Uh, the only loss that they have had, and that was a three-pointer back on the 14th. And they win it here 57-20. to 20. They'll play tomorrow afternoon in the uh, girls' championship game against the Kearney Catholic Ogallala winner on Classic Hits 98.9, and that gets underway at 2.30. We'll take a final break and wrap it up after this. The sinister cries haunted Mary through the night. Dawn neared, and still the voice tormented her. She ran towards the safety of her car, flung open the door, and a coyote had somehow gotten locked inside. But the damaged interior was covered thanks to Farmers Insurance. Coyote Carpool, August 1st, 2015. Talk to a farmer's agent. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. This is Brandy with the Simonson Agency. Come see me today and see if you are getting the best value. Located in the strip mall west of Apple Market in Kearney. Again, other scores to pass along from the holiday tournaments that we are bringing to you on our airwaves today at the York Holiday Tournament. Girls Consolation, Hastings St. Cecilia beat York in double overtime, 44-41. And on Classic Hits 98-9 in the Ravenna Holiday Tournament, Girls Consolation, Overton 46, Riverside 35. They're just about ready to get underway with the boys' consolation game between Overton and Centura on Classic Hits 98-9. Then the championship games, Ravenna will be taking on the Centura girls at 4.30 and the Riverside boys at 6.15. Later here on 12.30 KHAS, St. Cecilia York boys in the championship game of that holiday tournament at 5.45. And then, of course, uh, here on ESPN, we've got Amherst and uh, Ogle, Amherst and uh, St. Pat's boys game. And that'll tip off in about 27 minutes. That's what they've got on the clock right now. So we'll be back right around three o'clock with the starting lineups for that. So the boys game may start a touch early uh, because our girls game got over early and then Kearney Catholic will be taking on Ogallala in the second doubleheader beginning at five. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. College football score update before we let you go. 11 minutes to go in the third quarter of the Belk Bowl. Wake Forest 38, Texas A&M 35. They've just kicked off North Carolina State and Arizona State. Nine and a half to go in a scoreless first quarter. For our producer engineer Merritt Lawson, I'm Doug Duda. Game one in the books. The North Platte St. Pat's girls beat Amherst 57-20. to 20. 
The proceeding has been a KXPN Sports production brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at ESPNSuperstation.com.